Alright, alright. Welcome back to the second episode of Pistols or Swords with David Cool. And that is me. So like always, I'm going to start off about the weather. And it's gotten fucking cold. I went out yesterday, got me a new pair of sweet gloves. Got leather on the bottom, silk on top. Make driving incredible, y'all. Got me a new beanie. Pretty sweet. I know what you're saying. No such thing as a sweet beanie. <laughs> Have you seen Home Alone? Joe Pesci makes that beanie look fucking sweet. So, I want to talk to y'all today and ask you, have you ever had trouble winning an argument? There's a couple things you can do to guarantee winning an argument. I don't want to say debate quite yet, but we'll get there. You're at a bar, you're pounding some beers, you get a shot of tequila on a Lone Star, you drink the Lone Star, take the shot of tequila, then you start arguing. It could be about something simple, it could be about something stupid, it could be philosophical, who the fuck knows. Anyway, it's a whole lot more fun if it gets heated though. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say you got to talk about the pros and cons of, I don't know, the Pythagorean theorem and being able to do it in your head. But A squared plus B squared is C squared every fucking time. I can win that argument with logic. Socrates taught me that. He taught Aristotle. And one of them taught Alexander the Great and he did okay. <laughs> you only hear people calling him Alexander the pretty good. Alright, on to that. That leads me to the first way you can win an argument. You can win it with logic. Pythagorean theorem style. There's another way. I tend to do this one more. You yell louder than the other person. It works anywhere. Although it does have some drawbacks. One, people think you're crazy. Two, you, I don't know, you come off as a fucking crazy person. I, I mean, that's a big one. Uh, but people hear you not directly involved at the argument. If you're at Ruby's and you start implying my rule number two of just being the loudest person there, everybody in line will be able to hear you. Even the guys serving the mashed potatoes with gravy will look up and be like, guy's got a kind of good point. He's saying it passionately, rally. Third way, finish the sentence with a goddamn it. And that is the most crucial period ever. No, I just want to sit right here, goddamn it. No one comes back from that. I learned that from my dad. I'm sure his dad didn't do that because well, my granddad's a good guy. My dad's kind of wild. Anyway, I mean, I want to use that in church, but that one, again, has its place and time to use, which is pretty much anywhere but church. They frown on that goddamn it at the end of a sentence. Let's see. Close friends. Perfect time to use that one. And you don't have to be that close. Hell, I'd say acquaintance. Because... You might as well get that one out there. And if they're still going to be friends with you after that, you can maybe elevate them up on the favorites list. Maybe add them to it. 
And now, the final way to win an argument. Historically, he's been around the longest. It's just beat him. Now, I'm not saying you got to be a savage about it. I'm not saying just grab the nearest thing you got, rather be a spatula, or take your shoe off, start beating them like some tot's mom in the hood. But what I am saying, you can challenge that fucker to a duel. And that, my friend, historically, is the essence of pistols or swords. The time when somebody would challenge another motherfucker to a duel. And that was it. All that man had was his honor. We don't talk about women on this one. Women weren't going around doing. But the men, all man had at the time was his honor. Yeah, he had money involved too, but you couldn't make no money without honor. Scared money don't make money, y'all. You got to be able to throw it out on the line. Now, a lot of the times, when it would come to dueling, you did have some mutual shit happen behind the curtain, and they would agree. They'd go out there, shoot both up in the air, be like, duel done. Bingo. We both got our honor. Duel was played out. No one got hurt. Winner, winner. No one needs to know what we agreed on. But here's a couple of notes to remember before being challenged to a duel or be the challenger. Number one, the person who proposes the duel is a challenger. Number two, the person receiving the challenge of the duel is a challengee. The challengee decides what weapons to be used. Typically, you would use pistols or swords if you're a gentleman. And now even the low class had a little more informal way of duels. They were supposed to use knives, fists, or just a bloody fucking stick. I don't know. I'm not low class. I don't know anybody low class. Do you know why? Because that's rule number four. Rule number four is gentlemen only duel gentlemen. I get that. I respect that. I'm not going to fight some scrub. You're not my level. You're on C-team, bro. <laughs> so how do you know if this guy's a German and this one's not? How do you classify it? I don't go walking around with a badge. I didn't back then. I'm not going to now. So, it definitely had a, uh, the best way to describe it, a, uh, it takes one to know one kind of attitude. And I respect that. And let me tell you one of my favorite interpretations of this. And this all kind of comes from an Andrew Jackson story we'll talk about later. I'm not going to get into details. I'm just going to talk about the rough side of it, though, with no names. But uh, this one gentleman challenged this other guy to a duel. That guy's like, fuck you, dude. You're a scrub. <laughs> Can't challenge me. You ain't no gentleman. Well, then his buddy was sitting right there at the challengers and was like, hey, bruh, 
I don't think anybody will question that I'm a gentleman. And how about I challenge you to a duel then? And that dude, who shall remain nameless, had to accept. And let's just say it didn't work out too well to him in the end. Today, dueling's kind of frowned upon. Back then, it was pretty fucking awesome, if you ask me. It's kind of shitty, though, when they tried to start outlawing it, and that had to be more secret. I mean, I guess that could be cool in some ways, but I love it, like, well, everybody knew about it, but it wasn't advertised. It's like you heard about it getting your afternoon scotch and cigar. Hey, man. Did you hear Philip? Yeah, yeah. Philip just challenged Adam earlier today. They call it breakfast with grass or breakfast on the grass or whatever. Yeah, they're going to go out tomorrow. No, I don't know this pistols or swords. I'm hoping fucking swords, though. Let me, man, I'm going to tell you something else, though. Real quick, though. Because I feel like I've gotten a lot off my chest on how to win an argument. So I know some basics of the duels. But I need to flash forward as late as Germany, 1930s. They're like getting their shit together to try to take over the world. Again. These kids, 18 up to 20-something, 20s. Go to college. Yeah, I got a class. What are you doing? What are you doing this morning? Uh, I have German literature at Z900. And then I have dueling after that. Oh, you got dueling? Yeah, I got dueling. Pretty excited about it. It's the first class. No shit. They taught dueling in colleges. Oxford taught it. Hundreds of years taught it. But these Germans, it was crazy. Because when they would learn how to duel, a lot of the time with swords, would be the favoritism. They wouldn't always simply go for the kill, but mainly to leave a scar on their opponent's cheek. Now think about that. You got this college walking around at Meinstein or whatever that is. And there's just a bunch of dudes with these scarred ass cheeks. They're looking fucking tough, looking mean. And here's the thing though, you want to be known as the guy with the scar, right? You want to be tough. I've been into some duels. But then again, you take a little another circle deeper. You want the guy that gave the scar. And then you want to be the badass who don't receive a scar either because that means you never took a hit. But then you're walking around campus like a little bitch. So, I ask you this. Would you be the guy with no scars on the face who could either be the coward or the most badass sword fighter there? Or you could be a little scarred up on the cheeks. Which, frankly, I don't have a problem with. I mean, I can get a decent beer, don't get me wrong. It's a little red. I'm a little Scottish. What are you going to fucking do? 
But you got to respect the campuses of everybody walking around scarred up cheeks from the dual fighting. So, ladies and gentlemen, I thank you for listening to I hope this is an informative lesson on arguments, debates, and dueling and how to win them. So just remember the essence. Talk louder. Finish it with a God damn it. You can use logic if you want, but eh, sometimes they got logic too. And if all else fails, feel free to challenge a motherfucker to a duel. But remember, they get to pick the weapons. Ladies and gentlemen, I will be back next week for Thanksgiving. I hope y'all have a wonderful weekend. And I'll send you into the holidays the right way next week. I bid adieu. This is David Poole. Adios.